0: Hi, I'm Father Dave Dwyer, Executive Director of Busted Halo Ministries and host of The Busted Halo Show, from which you're about to hear an excerpt. But before we play the clip, give me just a moment to invite you to join with us. This is the time of year that we ask you, who enjoy the content on BustedHalo.com and through these podcasts, and perhaps listening on the radio show, to become partners with us in mission as we reach out to so many more people who find themselves distant from God who may not even darken the doorstep of a church, but whom we can reach through this technology. And you can help us do that. You can help us reach even more people with your monthly donation as a member of our Halo Repair crew. It is so helpful for us as a nonprofit who struggles to raise funds to have reliable sources of income that we can accurately budget for every month throughout the year. And right now, because we are in the bicentennial year of the birth of the founder of the Paulist Fathers, my religious community that I've pledged my life to, we invite you to consider giving in multiples of 200, maybe if your means allow, $200 $200 a month, I would be extremely grateful. Or, imagine the many other things that you pay 10, 15, $20 a month for, whether it's Netflix or how much money you spend on Starbucks or whatever, and ask yourself, is this ministry as valuable to you as that, or as valuable to someone else as that? For more information about some of the thank you gifts we have for you, or to become a member of our Halo Repair Crew, simply go to bustedhalo.com slash join today. And if you're not able at this time to become a monthly supporter, thank you anyway for the ways in which you spread the word about Busted Halo Ministries. Okay, now it's time to enjoy a clip from the Busted Halo show. Our next guest this evening is Bonnie Engstrom. She's a popular Catholic speaker and blogger who regularly contributes to Blessed Is She, an online scripture service for Catholic women. Nine years ago, Bonnie delivered a stillborn baby boy after a previously healthy pregnancy. After 61 minutes, just when the doctors were going to call the time of death, a miracle happened. The heart began to beat. In that 61 minutes, the Engstroms began asking for and counting on the powerful intercession of Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Bonnie joins us this evening to discuss her new book based on this miracle, 61 Minutes to a Miracle, Fulton Sheen and the True Story of the Impossible. Welcome to the Busted Halo Show, Bonnie Engstrom.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to be with you guys.
0: Well, uh, we're happy because we have certainly talked about this story, but yours is the, the first person point of view of this. Yeah. Tell us, uh, first of all, tell us a little bit about your son. How is he?
1: He's great. Um, he he just turned nine on Monday, and so he's very excited for his birthday party on Saturday. Um, yeah, I mean he's in third grade just a normal third grade boy so he well, loves hot although, dogs and star wars and although not sports.
0: not every normal third grade boy a gets to bump somebody up in the track to sainthood and b has his face on the cover of a book so he's you yes. know yes. he's a special third that's grade right <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: you'll notice though that i u- we used the picture from when he was little so right. that um oh you know, so the, people
0: aren't like pen- stalking him <laughs> right
1: <laughs> hey aren't yeah, you we, that famous we kid we had a, a whole pack a whole stack of the books and james saw it and he said that's a lot of little jameses
0: it was, <laughs> it was so cute <laughs> So uh, let's backtrack a little bit and uh, tell us about, first of all, your devotion or knowledge of Fulton Sheen, because when uh, a crisis happens, that's not the first time you're like looking up, well, let's see, hmm, what saint should we pray to? Somebody get the online saint catalog. Obviously, uh, when this happened in your life, you had already had some sort of connection or devotion to Fulton Sheen.
1: Yes, definitely. So I live in central Illinois, really close to where Fulton Sheen was born and raised, and I kind of... I'll always knew sort of who he was but when i was pregnant with james i really um started to know the man i was watching old episodes of life is worth living on youtube oh sure
0: so that and this is that's the were... that's the classic tv show that he had in yes. the 50s right the 1950s yes.
1: yeah yeah that's i think that's how a lot of people know who he is. Most people, they might not have read his books, but they remember watching Fulton Shane, you know, when they were little. Um, So, so yeah, we were watching his shows and we were so taken by him. And um, we knew that the Diocese of Peoria had, was pursuing his cause for canonization. And so we just kind of decided then and there, in our living room, like, "Oh well, we'll name this baby after Fulton Sheen, and then he'll be the first baby in the world named after Fulton Sheen, and that was wrong. We were <laughs> <laughs> He was not the first baby in the world. <laughs> but, but that was really the beginning of of our devotion and and with kind of putting my unborn child, under Fulton Sheen's patronage, every day I started asking for his prayers, and and not just in that pregnancy, but for the labor and delivery, and for the rest of my child's life, you know, that Fulton Sheen would always walk with our son.
0: Now, was there, in addition to knowing about Fulton Sheen, would you say that you were fairly versed in the ins and outs of our Catholic canonization process in terms of how exactly you're supposed to be praying and that it can't be other people was that like on your mind we want fulton sheen to be a saint so let's make sure we can find something to pray to him for
1: oh heavens no
0: no, <laughs> no way oh heavens no heavens, no
1: <laughs> yeah. no in the i think it was really um it was all the holy spirit that was leading this well and, yeah you know in those 61 minutes when um when James didn't have a pulse, my, my husband did an emergency baptism on James oh, and wow. invoked Fulton Sheen in that baptism. Um, and we had a friend who was present, and she, when she heard James's name spoken during the baptism and heard Fulton Sheen's name spoken, she had um, just kind of this overwhelming sense of, of Fulton Sheen's presence in our son's life mm, and of, wow. in, of God's presence in that moment. Um, and, and then I was just going into a state of shock, but the only thing I could do was say Fulton Machine's name wow. over and over again. Wow. So, so, so again,
0: as we said before, uh, when you were first joining us at the top of the hour here that there was not, you had no expectation that there would be a problem in the birth given that you had a very healthy pregnancy, a fairly normal pregnancy. Right. There,
1: yeah, there was a knot in James's umbilical cord and that's uh, not something you can tell by any sonogram or anything. We had no way of knowing.
0: And, I mean, the title of your book is, is 61 Minutes to a Miracle. I, I'm definitely, obviously, not a medical doctor, but I, from what I know, that would seem to be longer than most people can go without a heartbeat.
1: Right. Yeah. So, um... We James was born at home, and so there was about twenty minutes at home, and then about twenty minutes in the ambulance, oh and goodness. about twenty minutes in the emergency department. Oh my goodness! And in, in the ambulance and in the ER, he was hooked up to a heart monitor where he um, he only had pulseless electrical activity, so he didn't have a heartbeat. He just had um, what they call PEA on the monitor, and legally you can be declared dead if you are PEA on the monitor. Wow. And so at the end of those approximately 20 minutes in the emergency room, they stopped working on him to call time of death.
0: Hmm.
1: And as soon as they did that, that was when his heart started to beat again. Oh, my goodness. Yes. But they – and just based on their knowledge of those 20 minutes, they expected James to have massive organ failure and to die again. Right. Yeah.
0: And – that is not the case.
1: No, <laughs> no, thanks be to God. It is not the case at all. Wow.
0: No. So so you said that during these 61 minutes, about all you could muster up as a, a mom experiencing a great tragedy and trauma, all you could muster up was was to pray Fulton Sheen's name, pray for his intercession. What was it like when you heard that heartbeat sound?
1: Well... I was I was not there. I was being taken care of on the labor and delivery floor. My husband oh. was out. He was standing outside the room. So he was in the emergency floor, gotcha. um, but he wasn't in the room. And so he didn't really know what was going on. But um, when, when his heart started to beat again um, and they got him stabilized and ready to transfer up to the NICU, the emergency room doctor came out. To talk to travis and he had tears in his eyes and he said your son's heart is beating mm. and that's all he said and mm. travis understood it was it was very well understood that he didn't believe that james's heart would continue to beat like right. this was a very grim outlook oh. yeah
0: well, we are, we're speaking with Bonnie Engstrom about her book, 61 Minutes to a Miracle, Fulton Sheen, and a true story of the impossible. And the impossible did come true. And uh, James's heart did continue to beat. I believe his name is James Fulton. Is that right? That's correct. (laughs) So you made good on that promise. Yes, we did. (laughs) And at at what point did the the eyes of the world come on this? Because this is a miracle that's important, certainly to your family, of course, but also to all of us, and certainly those looking forward to Fulton Sheen's canonization. How did it uh, sort of get kicked up stairs, let's say?
1: (laughs) Sure. Yeah, well, um, I'm actually from the very beginning it was pretty public. I was uh, you know I'm I've been a Catholic mommy blogger for over 10 years and so I was blogging about this and asking people online to pray. And so there was there were kind of always a lot of eyes on it in that way, a lot of people all over the world who were praying for a miracle um for and with us. But it was after when James was about 3 months old and he had a follow-up MRI that showed that he he had absolutely no brain damage, wow. and my mom wow. said, "You need to tell the the Sheen Foundation. They're wow. going to want to know about this.
0: They're going to want to know. <laughs> yeah. And as so it, I did, that, That's right. right, as it turned out, they did. They did want to yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> so now, but I'm also wondering because oftentimes here on the show, I'll even describe for our listeners this process of canonization and particularly the the extremely scrutinized process of making sure that a miracle attributed to a potential saint is in fact miraculous and there's all these different criteria and lots of hoops that this goes through and make sure that it's not biased and it's not only church people that say well of course he's a saint that they bring in you know sort of skeptics and all that did in what way did this feel did it kind of come in and was it intrusive on your family were they like putting you under the under the lights and go you know trying to break you with interrogation or anything like that
1: um no it wasn't quite like that right. um, but it was pretty extensive we you can't handle the, the truth
0: I'm, I'm picturing like tom yeah. cruise on the stand you can't handle the truth you can't handle the sheen no,
1: <laughs> no they were very kind oh that's I'm good. happy okay. to say yeah <laughs>
0: so they weren't like that at all okay <laughs> no, no, no no
1: sorry to burst your bubble no but that's we, okay we did turn over all the medical records and i like when we first when there was first the tribunal and um we had to sit through like we did sit through very long interviews where um a lot of questions were asked and there was a whole team of witnesses who were interviewed um but i think it was like three years later maybe when um as the cause progressed and as the Congregation for the Causes of Saints, you know, as they were finally look- looking everything over for James's case, um, they asked for new medical information about him just to make sure, like, how, is it, how has he changed over the last couple of years? And so, so we did kind of have to redo things. Sure. Um, Well, because
0: that's of the many criteria that I was talking about. The miracle has to be uh, instantaneous, unexplainable, and it has to be lasting, meaning that there are some medical things that happen temporarily, like somebody is is in remission from cancer, but then a couple of months later, there's a relapse. So usually these investigation of miracles kind of looks at the long game. Like, did this really, did it stick, in other words?
1: Correct. Yeah. And that's exactly what they were doing. So, and it's stuck. (laughs) it's stuck
0: so. so i mean i haven't met too many people whose family or whose son is like the actual responsibility for kicking somebody up a notch on the on the sainthood path do, i mean do you get to go to the big ceremony do they like put the spotlight periods he ladies and gentlemen
1: yeah well um sort of i guess the, <laughs> the first thing i want to say though is that like this is not about james it's not about us it's not sure. even about fulton sheen you know this is about jesus there you go about god <laughs> right it was it's god who did this and not we were just the kind of along for the ride and hoping and trusting in our lord you know and and he's the one who did everything so sure. um and i know you know that but <laughs> but i know i'm like,
0: glad i'm glad we underscore yeah. that
1: yeah and so um but we do get to go to the beatification, and we do get to um,
0: present the relics. Yeah, that being said, it's also yes. cool.
1: <laughs> so it will be really cool. But so you, you get, get? I'm again, sorry.
0: I'm sorry. You said you get to present what?
1: The relics. We'll get oh. to present the relics at okay. the mass. Oh, and wow. um, James Whoa. doesn't really like to be singled out, so the whole family will do it. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. Oh, Ooh. whoopsie-daisy,
0: live on the radio. Yeah. Singled him out <laughs> to an international you audience. You heard
1: nothing. I'm a Jedi. And you <laughs> you heard nothing. So,
0: yeah. the, a lot of people heard something. These are not the droids <laughs> you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to do it with him then so he's not singled out? Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah. Wow. All
1: of his siblings will be with him and, and my husband and myself.
0: Well, yeah. they got bumped up too then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It has been
1: so super cool. We have just, we've seen parts of the church and learned things that we never, I mean, we never would have even known we didn't know, you know? (laughs) That was a lot of no's. (laughs) (laughs)
0: We're all aware of that now. I do know now what we all know. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, we, we will put a link on our radio blog at com slash radio to where you can pick this up from our Sunday visitor. The book is called 61 Minutes to a Miracle, Fulton Sheen and a True Story of the Impossible. Bonnie, the only thing that I'm uh, disappointed about is that our producer, Christina, is a big fan, huge fan of Fulton Sheen, and she had her wisdom teeth out this morning, so she's not here. Oh, no. Uh, so pray for her we need yes. a fulton sheen intercession because christina right now looks like frankenstein and she doesn't want that to be permanent right oh, no yeah. actually yeah the prayer would have to go the other way make her look like frankenstein forever that would be kind of a miracle that's a miracle yeah, she wouldn't like it no but then fulton sheen's involved ah uh, she'd be torn torn just like his face <laughs> looks they're, they're probably is well bonnie thank you for spending some time with us today
1: Thank you. It was a pleasure. I'm so glad you had me
0: on. So if you enjoyed that segment of the Busted Halo show and find that our ministry is valuable, once again, I invite you to partner with us and become part of our Halo Repair crew of monthly donors. We've got great thank you gifts at whatever level you choose to support us at. Things like Busted Halo branded journals and blankets and cell phone chargers and headphones, all kinds of stuff. And if that's not enough, every single member of our Halo Repair crew We'll get exclusive content every month from me, Father Dave, that you can't get anywhere else just for you. So check out all the details at bustedhalo.com slash join. And thank you so much for your support of our ministry.